we're not going to see B on the fappening. Only, <laughs> only, only this uncut video right here. Yeah, it's just uh, it's a uh, it's a pass for me, dog. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Good. Uh, jam-packed episode 157. Uh, we're doing right from the headlines. We're doing all-star reserves. We're going to do mm. MAB fixes award shows. Do MAMA parenting tip that we promised you last time. We're going to do allowances. Uh, and then we're going to do the Neapolitan showdown. Top friends characters. No idea why this is on there. We're going to talk a little bit about Mab League season two. Coming to your nearest Twitch screen very soon. And we're going to finish as we always do with the MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, buddy, all-star reserve. So we put together uh, a team. Um, I ended up with uh, Durant, Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, and uh, Bradley Beal. You right. ended up with LeBron James, Steph Curry, uh, Giannis. There you go. Say it. Hit that, hit that G. Oh, that's not how that G works in his name. It's so clear. I don't know why. It just <laughs> always gives me a curveball. Uh, the Joker and Kyrie Irving. That's right. So we recorded it last week, and now that we do know the reserves, let's round out these teams. Uh, first of all, though, just kind of the macro, was there anybody kind of left off the list that was surprising to you? Well, I think everyone initially had much ire about Devin Booker not making it, although he is now at this point, by the time we're recording it, he's going to be subbing in for the injured um, Anthony Davis because he's got a little bit of a Achilles uh, issue. Um and by and large, I think they kind of nailed it. I mean, Devin Booker was probably the most outstanding one. There was a couple other guys here and there, but they 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 got the right guys, I think. Okay, that's good. I, I'm always like a little weird. So if you if you're selected for the all-star team, like even as a reserve, and you're just like, I'm injured, I can't do it. And actually, uh, let's take a brief look at the other leagues also. Are you it still counts towards your all-star like total number of appearances, right? Even if you don't play. Yeah, even if you don't play, yep. Okay. Yeah, so and this is like a this is like a shallower uh, bench than they, they usually have had. So sometimes you just have guys that don't suit up that are all stars that are like, all right, well, you know, there's no like, you know, uh, outstanding players that didn't make this team because we're all going twelve deep. So I'm gonna sit on the end of the bench. I'm gonna enjoy the festivities and and rehab and uh, you know, do what I do. Yeah, well, Micro Selects, uh, right now, you and Dr. Mrs. The Commission, you guys, like, pick your spot where you're watching, get the babysitter lined up. Oh, this is your, this is your guys' thing, right? This is our thing, yes. It's been a little off the radar. I hadn't thought about it, but yes, we probably will. Maybe we'll find something to, you know, go to uh, maybe a sports bar, depending. I don't know what kind of an occupancy they sense. have. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, maybe we'll just go out and just have dinner and just get away for the kids that night, and then you know, record it and, and watch it. We did last year. What we did is, is we recorded it and then we played it with the kids. We, we, we involved oh. the kids and it was actually kind of fun. Nice. They're they getting kind of liked it. Yeah. The like, commission junior like loves basketball. 
So he's always playing with his little basketball thing. So he loves to watch it. So he likes all the dunking and shooting. So I bet you, I bet you he'll be into it this year. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's nice. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's pick from these guys right now on the table. It is, um, we have from the West, Paul George, uh, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. And then in the East, uh, Oh, what's so, Who's replacing? Uh, you just texted me this. Who's replacing Anthony Davis? Devin Booker oh. is replacing Anthony Devin Davis. Booker, okay. Yep. Um, and then uh, in the East, uh, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and uh, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Vucevic. You're close. Okay. Vucevic. All right. Uh, okay. Good. So that's uh, probably not going to be my first pick out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I did have, um, I think we went, how do we decide this? So I was, I was the East and then right. I get a pick first. Cause I want you to, I, I want you to pick next. You just go. I'll go. Yeah. Cause I think you took, I think you went first. All right. I'm going to go. I am going to go. Ooh, this is, see, I can't put myself in LeBron cause LeBron would probably going to find his way to pick Chris Paul. Not going to do that. I'm going to yeah. go uh, Damian Lillard. Dollar Dame having a great season this year. It was irked that he um, that he didn't make the spot or a starter spot tied with Luka Doncic. And uh, I think he might have a little chip on his shoulder. It's rare in an all-star setting. Some guys come in with a little chip on their shoulder. Maybe Dame Dollar is going to, you know, put on a little show there, kind of gun for the MVP. Yeah, it, it is a little weird because it's like, I, I don't know, it's, it's like act like you've been there before, but I could see like a little, if you think you're, you know, like one of the top, you know, five, six guys, you're just like, Oh, like big man, that doesn't happen. It makes sense. And he, and he has been there. He's been there six times, but all as a yeah. reserve, I think being a starter is like the next, you know, iteration next level for him. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go Damian Lillard. Nice pick. I go with that. Uh, I feel pretty good about, size a little bit i like the ball handling but uh i i still i want attitude to mean something but i don't want to have to worry about three so give me ben simmons that's right (laughs) not going to have to be concerned i like that pick i like it too yeah it's a little it's ball handling it's positive attitude it's court facilitator i think uh yeah, I, th- I think this will be a good balance to what we already have. And also, I have Embiid, so there's a little bit of chemistry there. Sure. Plus, he's probably the best on-ball defender to match up with LeBron and Giannis, which I have both of those players. So that's a good matchup guy, right? Some guy who's who is going to kind of do the, the lunch pail work of the All-Star game, right? Is like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, like that actually showed showed up ready to work on defense we know he's but, not going to uh, shoot threes we know he's not going to do that so. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that at all right a good pick um all right so i'm gonna go with yet another chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. another facilitator i'm gonna go with james harden mm-hmm. yeah averaging 25 points eight rebounds 11 assists leading the lead in at league in assists i like him again you talked about chemistry him and Kyrie got a little, you know, something going on in the backcourt, little, you know, you, you know, you take it, I'll take it kind of back and forth. So I like that little James Harden. I like that a lot. Um, 
I don't need it, but for rotation minutes and just because it's exciting and it's forced there, I want people to remember when it was done, give me Zion. Mm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Zion playing really well as of late for the little Pelicans. bit size. And also, yeah, I think a little bit like you have that, uh, you talk about chipping your shoulder with uh, Damian Lillard being left out of, you know, that uh, the first selection and being selected on the reserves. I like, I like rookie showing up and Zion yeah. seems like his attitude is just like, let's uh, I'm here to play basketball. Let's go. There's no, there's no one else who can defend with him. There's no, he's the most unique basketball player right now just size athleticism just he's a bull in a china shop really fun to watch not a lot of pelican games get broadcasted him and him and brandon ingram ingram have got like a great little back and forth and and point zion kind of running the offense pick and roll with zion has been very interesting watch out for that in the second half of the season okay yeah what's your uh what's your closest like zion comp of someone that's like been in the league. Hey, like you're right. Like it's, it's just funny. And I wouldn't even jump on this if you brought up just kind of how much he is just his own unique thing. Like how, have we, have we seen somebody like, like him before? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, when you brought it up, it's like, there's a little Barkley comp yeah, I and, I, and I might be wrong on that, but he was just like this small bullish power forward that could run and jump and, had some guard skills and things like that. I mean, that's kind of my comparison. I, I did mention, I think when we talked about him, like a rot, like a super plus Rodney Rogers, like similar body type size. I think, I think it's more Charles Barkley. Um, yeah. Just, Barkley just a little my, bit more like handle though. Yeah. Yeah. At this stage of the game, for sure. You know what I mean? Barkley would be the, would be just great where he would rip the defensive rebound and just go coast to coast with it and dunk and like, just surprise everybody with his, his speed yeah. um, for being, you know, uh, a relatively like bowling ball esque player. And that's 100%. still, and that, still, looked, still looked a little crazy dribbling down the court. I mean, yeah. like got it there. didn't lose the ball, but it was still kind of like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't what like ball handling typically looks like. And, and Zion's kind of got that, like, I'm just going to bang into you. Yeah. And Barkley had that, like, I'm just going <laughs> to run into like, you and, and not, and not, not super intimidated. Right, no, no, like, no, for sure. like, like I, like I'm, I'm, I've arrived. I already have a presence on this court. For like, sure, for sure. Uh, all right, buddy. Um, my next pick. Oof. Uh, give me. Um, I'm gonna go Jason Tatum. Having a good season with the with the Celtics. Yeah, Jason Tatum, six nine ish. Um, kind of multi-dimensional forward, averaging about 25, seven rebounds, a little bit of floor spacer as well, can shoot threes, can make things happen. I like it. Why are we not talking about the Celtics more? What's going on there? They're underachieving a little bit. Um, you know, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum ever having great. So they have two f- fantastic building blocks. Kemba Walker is struggling, maybe even regressed. Um, this is a little thing like, you know, everyone gives Michael Jordan crap for being the owner of the Hornets uh, and not being like a great manager of the Hornets. But he, he I don't know, you'd venture to say he made the right choice on not giving Kemba Walker the Supermax, right? It's yeah. like he, he, that would have sunk your franchise even further if he is, if his knee issues are what they are and he's kind of regressing and he's a little bit, you know, on the wrong side of, 30 for a quick twitchy point guard 
Um, he did the right thing and then ended up drafting LaMelo Ball. Made an interesting trade for for Gordon Hayward with the Celtics, um, you know, to get, you know, to get something back. And, uh, you know, and Gordon Hayward's played decent for them. You know, they're they're plucky. The, the, the Hornets aren't like something to be, um, you know, uh, looked over, looked past on the schedule like they have been in the past. So maybe he's putting it together and, you know, looks like a good move by by them. But I, I'd say right now it's predominantly, you know, and Marcus Smart being injured, he's kind of the soul of that team kind of from a defensive standpoint. Um, but that that's, I, I think it kind of rests on Kemba's a little bit. You know, their, their big three wasn't as big as they thought it was going to be. I said, uh, out of the gate, you're going Damian Lillard, James Harden, Tatum. Can we, can we simulate this game? Would that be crazy? Is that possible? We could, we could figure out a way to simulate this game. Yeah, absolutely. Why do simulate this game? Unless it completely lines up. Have my doubts there, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> if that happens, that'll be perfect. Uh, I, so I'm going to go. Um, I want to stretch it out a little bit. I'm going to go a little size. I'm going to go quiet. I'm going to go points. Give me Paul George. I like it. I'm kind of matching my, you know, wing player for wing player there. Um, <coughs> Paul George, seventh all-star appearance. Fantastic. Oh, this is the time where well, I should probably go size. Now, a lot of people think I would go go bear, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go Vucevic. Here's the reason why. Uh, he's not. A, it, it, this might not be a great fit for an all-star format, but he's a real solid player. 24 points, 12 rebounds a game. Shoots 41% from, th- from three on like five or six attempts. So he's got range. I'm going with Vucevic. Vucevic to uh, round out. That'd be your fourth pick in the reserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to jump on. Still, I believe in locker room chemistry. I don't want to get. Don't want to get nuts here. Um, I believe in locker room chemistry. They're I do. All well, going well, to the clubs before this game. I know. I get it. I just. I, I keep seeing Chris Paul there and just like pass. No thanks. No thanks. That's. Uh, not gonna do it. Give me um give me J- Jalen Brown. Oh, good one. Jalen Brown really making a big jump this year. Yes, first all-star appearance. Um average of 25 points a game. I love Maybe. I I just like uh, let's if we're gonna win the all-star game, let's win the all-star game. Like sometimes I feel like uh we talk about this a little with Zion, like sometimes dudes just show up like you know when Kobe showed up and he was just like, Oh, I want to win this game. And it just like, kind of give me that spirit. Like, give me those guys. And I think, uh, I think Jalen Brown's going to be a good fit with the squad. For sure. I'm going Devin Booker again. I like a little bit of the chip on there was a little miffed that he didn't, uh, get it, uh, a reserve spot can light it up, can take, you know, a ton of open shots whenever he wants. Give me Devin Booker. Uh, okay, I need to. I think I'm getting. Uh, I see you there. Just relax. Uh, give me Rudy Gobert. I'm getting getting a little heavy on uh, just guys that kind of won't take it over. And I just I, I like the idea of the ball in his hands. And I think uh, he can sub out minutes, get it done. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go Gobert. Yeah, the Stifle take Tower. It. I like it. Um, I'm gonna go. 
if I knew that was his nickname, then I would have picked him earlier because I just I love awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go with people, don't, people don't talk enough about the history of nicknames. Ooh, that's a good like that's a side note. Like, I would like to know where these nicknames come from. Like, think, is this think, kind of call somebody out too? It's just like, no, I did not give this to myself, but it's just like, let's dig in, let's find out the origin of these guys. Ooh, I like this. Ooh. I like yeah, this. Make a note, buddy. Is, has make anyone has anyone conquered the nickname game? Like, is oh, that is anyone got I think that it's corner? Us. I think it's us, buddy. Yeah, I think it's us. I yes, Magic Johnson famously got his nickname Magic Irvin Magic Johnson from a reporter in Lansing when he was playing at Everett High School. I love that's that. Got, there's that's there's so many good nicknames where it's just like, where did this like, like uh, we just talked about Charles Barkley earlier, like round mound of rebound. Yeah, like, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Perfect. If it's, if it's the like early nineties, like the late eighties, it's it's fantastic. All right, buddy. Uh, who you got? Very good. Um, if if uh, if it was LeBron, he pick CP three, but I'm going to take Zach Levine, the dunk champion, uh, shooting an unbelievable clip at forty four percent for for three this year, career like way higher above expectation, averaging like 28 points a game, carrying the Bulls. I mean, having an individual all-around season, unbelievable. And and the byproduct of that leaves you with Chris Paul. I have, right? have Chris Paul. I don't think so, right? Julius Randle's still on the board. No, I took Julius Randle. Oh, wait, did I go back-to-back picks? No, no, I don't think so. I think I, I had Devin Booker. Did I miss something? I did One, Devin two, Booker three, and then Bucevic. One, two, three, four, five. Did I mess that up? And there's also like oh, I t- I went back to back. I took Julius okay. Randall, so never oh, you mind. Did? Oh, you just keep taking people, all right? Yeah, you I got... just keep taking people. That's fine. I took Julius Randall. Now you get your choice between fuck. I fucked that up. Now you get your I pick between it. you get your pick between. Uh, I like how we're not walking it back. You're just like oh, I picked back to back, so that's that. So <laughs> picks in, bro. I made my pick. It's in. So you can be between Zach Levine and and CP3. Give me Zach Levine. I'm going. I'm going all. I'm going all. First time All Star appearance. And I'm gonna talk to people about just like yeah, let's let's win the game. You're not. You're not afraid of getting caught up in the bright lights. No, not at all. Not at all. I want. I want hustle at heart. Hustle yeah. and heart. I like it. Yeah. All right. That leads me with CP3 matching up Devin Booker and CP3 little Suns backcourt. Your team, the Suns. I know I do like the Suns, but we know I like locker room chemistry. I just like CP3 has just so much. Maybe it's not fair. Maybe it's not fair. I mean, it might be. I think it might be fair. It might be fair. You've heard about this. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's someone bounces around to like four or five teams to start asking a few questions. Am I wrong, bro? No, right. bro. No, oh, that's, why, that's why we're on the same team. We, he has that one thing where he's just like he's acting like he's laughing. Then when the like ref turns his back or something, and like he just like. Strip. Oh, that was again. That was Steve Kerr. That was him and Steve Kerr had this like real. Oh, that's moment. right. Yeah, and he was like, uh, yeah, your face it, pass. Yeah. Um. All right. It may be fixes. Uh. Okay. So we'll post this. We got a lot to post, buddy, because we're gonna get into Mab League, and we yes. have to. That's a deep dive. We gotta talk about those teams. Absolutely. No, but uh, yeah, we'll post these. So um. Yeah, it'll be on our Instagram. You guys just vote for whichever team you think walks out, and then we're going to see. There's a lot going on with Mad League Season 2, so uh, we might do it. We might not. We'll see. We'll see how the picks 
like settle out. We'll figure, but, it, out. We'll uh, figure it out. We'll figure it post, out. Post those lineups, and you guys can vote for who's best. All right, it may be fixes. <laughs> hey, Morton, you got the fucking POs for this? What's what's happening with this? You know, I got a manual. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, uh, it may be fixes award shows. You watch award shows? Are you out? Were you ever in? I'm out. Never in. I got yeah. a fix for you. Don't do them. Oh, just over? Yeah, I don't what who watches these things? Do you watch these things? No. No. Yeah. I think I remember like watching the Golden Glo- the Golden Globes was kind of funny to me. Oscars. Here's the problem with the Oscars is uh, this Ooh. other podcast which we won't mention. Oh, really? We talked about this. Yeah. yeah. The most famous sports podcast, but they do talk about the and I like this take. They talk about doing uh, award in the Oscars five years later, which I think is kind of brilliant. Ooh, that kind of hits me right there where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to know like the the relevance <laughs> of this movie at that time. Fuck. Fuck you, other I, pod. I mean, like, walk, you walk a lot of things back. It's just like, oh, did like anybody watch Crash like post 2000 and whenever Crash came out? Like, yeah. no. Yeah. Nobody did. And it's just like, it's there's just a lot of the Oscars getting it wrong. And also, I think when you like you mix in politics a little bit, like if if it was if it was fun, if everybody's having a good time, but it's especially now that people kind of can't go out in public like it's it definitely lost its luster. For sure. I didn't even think about that. But you're yeah, absolutely. How can you have like a an award show? It's all virtual. It even zaps. Yeah, that's that seems even more self indulgent, right? Where yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, get on this Zoom call and like hold the statue that we failed <laughs> to. Yeah, it's like it it zaps even more of the energy out of an already like stilted kind of like it's just weird. It, it can be weird energy at times. You know what I mean? Like jokes can go awry, things can go wrong, technical difficulties. You had the like Moonlight La La Land thing, fiasco. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's uh, so here's the problem. Like, uh, so we'll get the problem, then let's get to the solution. And I yes. know you just came out of the great uh, the gate to eliminate it. The problem is, it's already an industry that's kind of seen as taking itself a little too seriously. For and then sure. when you start adding all this other stuff on it, which is taking it like super seriously, it becomes it becomes a tough hang. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, could you imagine um, like the NBA having like 35 awards, right, for their season, the regular yeah. season play? And then they're like, oh, by the way, we also have all these other awards that we're not going to broadcast. But we're just going to make sure that everyone gets their due and we're going to have a big press conference in the in the middle of the night to, you know, announce them. Right. It's it's a little much. Right. Because yeah. there's no like st- with this, at least with basketball or what we just did, like, there's a little statistical measure to this. All the rest of this stuff is just subjective. We've, we've, yeah. had, we've had Danny on here to talk Oscar talk and talk things like that. Right. And it's not, like, some of these movies, I'm like, I don't, what what movie is that? I've never heard of this movie. You know what I mean? That's yeah. That can be the fun thing about the Oscars, opens your eyes to it. But by and large, you're kind of like, I'm never, I'm never going to see this movie, and I, I really don't care. Yeah, it used to be. It used to be like, oh, the English patient. It used to be like, all right, like I want, I want to go see all these. Yeah. Then they, then they expanded it to like not even a specific number. I think it's just like, oh, we might do ten, we might do twenty, depending on how good the movies are. Yeah, which is yeah. weird. So it's like the deeper because it used to be just five, right? 
Like was that? One, uh, that yeah, yeah I think it was five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was definitely like a set number, and then right. they just came out as just like oh, like we might do all this, and it's I I, I think the theory is like it was. Just, so they could start including like Marvel Universe movies or like comic book movies. And oh, it's just, really? Yeah, I was just like, mm. or maybe it was like Lord of the Rings. I think Lord of the Rings might have been the first year where they expanded it. And it's just like snoozeville. So it's just like, when, yeah, whenever that takes over, it's just like, okay, well, what are, what are we actually doing here? Like, are we just right. handing out statues and are, are we just watching you guys celebrate each other? So I think the solve is we don't need to see it. At least right now, we just don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. No, or or the five years later. I'll do the five years later. I'll split okay. the difference. I don't want to steal. You know what? They stole so many of our ideas. We'll steal one of theirs. Five Heck years yes. later. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I'll even steal another one of them. Right. Uh, a, a famous podcaster who does sports. His, his name rhymes with Chill Rimmins. Um, he talks about MVP right. seasons that, yeah. like the bigger, like the better, the mo- most impressive season gets a bigger like MVP, like almost like a like a medallion, right? So like, you're like, oh, you kind of have like a like the size of the medallion. If it yeah. was a weak MVP season, then it's a little just bit smaller, like, a little bit regular, tinier. But then it... <laughs> if it's a monster one, and you, you feel like flavor flavor size clock yes, exactly. like hanging around your neck. So That's let's a lot let's, of fun. let's let's roll that in there too. Let's let, I want a bigger Oscar. I want to if you if you crushed it. Oh, an Oscar. Oh, like home run movie. Home run movie. Everyone's like Magnolia. Like, like Magnolia. Like Shawshank. Right. Fucking yes. goats. Goats yeah. all time. Right. Good old Andy. Did that TNT Oscar? <laughs> right. All spent. Um, but yeah, right. so it's like, but give me, give me a life size statue. Park that motherfucker outside your house <laughs> as you like, roll up in the driveway. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Not all, Not every year, like movies are not created equally. Like mm-hmm. there's some years that are just like we didn't really have anything, and there's other years that's just like, oh shit, like this is what what was it? It was like. Goodfellas and like Pulp Fiction and like another movie. It's just like give them all statues. Like yes. these were all dynamite movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do we? Have, if we're, if uh, that's a great point. Maybe lean into the self indulgence a little bit, right? Hey, okay, fuck yeah. it. We're just gonna. So give, we're kind of the opposite end now, but now we're, we're going. Now we're through the we're through the looking glass on <laughs> no, this. No, one we're, like, we're like, how do we fix award shows? It's just like multiple, multiple <laughs> Oscars. That's what we've <laughs> everyone participation <laughs> trophies out you the ass. Oscar, you get an Oscar, and you get an Oscar. Uh, all yeah. right, guys. Um, sometimes we knock it out of the park on maybe fixes. I don't think it is. I don't. This is not. This won't go down in the record books. This is one of them. No, all right. I do. Uh, I, I want to be on record. Like I do. I do. I think the five years later thing makes a lot of sense. I think you can kind of like figure out just like the weight of a movie because it's just like uh, like the shape of water. Ain't nobody watching that ever again. I've the never artist, seen it. Yeah. yeah. No. No one's seen that. These are best picture winners, which is nuts. It is yeah. crazy. Definitely. Uh, all right. Um, it may it may parent tip bring us to the jam. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, we kind of let people know this was coming last week because we ran out of time because we we're so ready freestyling. Ran out of time. Ba, 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 ba. Even the hour. Ba, 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 ba. Um, I do like this though. Uh, so allowances. Um, yes. how early does it start? How do we pay them? How do we keep an honest perspective on money? That's great. All, all things that parents kind of wonder about. And there's lots of different 
do you like do you, do you read before you answered like do you read a book like obviously like you like nah. in your wife no it's just, just like, skim it gotta... just skim in some articles give me a headline <laughs> how do i do this yeah uh, i do you just feel it out? i here's what i'm obsessed about and we're gonna dive into allowances i'm obsessed about when you look for outsiders parenting tips and when sometimes you're just instinctually like I got this. I think this makes the most sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's a great question. So macro, that's a big macro question. So macro, yeah. I would say like in your instincts, like the things that come up in the moment, right? So as a parent, you have to be self, a little self-reflective, okay? So in the moment, you feel things, you kind of go with your gut. And I would say that's a lot of what parenting is. But I would say if you feel yourself getting into a rut, getting kind of stymied in a, in a similar routine of like, it's kind of just checkers. You'll do this. I do this. You do this again. And we just kind of repeating it. Nothing's, nothing's growing. We aren't advancing the ball any further in this process. I think that's when you need to kind of seek outside counsel. Uh, It could be from a book. It could be from a podcast and other parents. I mean, it could be from anywhere, right? You just have to be open and I think I think the most important thing to start with that is 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 is, is being self reflective and just kind of looking outside of the situation and, and realizing that you are the the adult and you know the kid might be seven years old like it's just a seven year old kid like yeah as advanced or mature as or as immature you have to realize like it's just a seven year old kid which can be incredibly difficult I know I fall prey to that all the time you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So that's kind of when, like, when you want to. Well, because I mean, there's a lot of place spinning, right? Because I think sometimes it's, oh, when I'm a parent, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, uh, I don't like times different also, or just like how like money works. We're talking about allowance specifically. So just like to, to balance those things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone, like Mike Tyson said, like everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Every parent is like the, has the perfect parent until they fucking have kids kids right yeah and add more kids to that kid right that's when it fucking right. that's when it really gets like you know plate spinning like you're talking about uh and not to say like one kid is as challenging as 10 kids i'm not you know there's no comparison to that eh, maybe not sure. there's a little more a little more yeah. challenge yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right but um but yeah it's like uh like money allowance like i think you have to kind of look at the kids but uh, I want to start more of a macro thing too, right? So the biggest thing that I have read and the biggest thing that we've tried to approach about is, is like, you don't want to tie like things that they have to do around the house to this monetary amount, right? Because there are certain basic things that we have to do in our house every day, regardless of getting like- To pull you know, your the, to pull your weight or to just- To pull like, your weight, yeah. yes. And so there's the differences between the, what we call this is like a contribution. Like this is a house contribution, right? So- you come yeah. in, you put your shoes in the shoe cubby, and you hang your jacket up. That's a contribution. That's, That's not a, like an allowance yeah. type of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Allowances, you know, um, are things that are kind of exceeding their natural contributions in their household. And every household to kind of find that water level for whatever that is, right? So we're not there yet. We're still kind of weighing it out, but like, we are you, is your plan to build like a chore list, like have a chore list built out. And it's just like, you know, uh, commission, 
2.0 like empties the dishwasher on tuesdays and then commission has it on wednesdays yeah exactly yeah i think something to that level right so it's like you can also look at like eight there's a lot of different ideas for age specific too because there are certain tasks that you know a a four to five year old is just not going to be able to handle the way a six or seven year old it's not even though it's not that much different and they they you know interact pretty pretty similarly um you know, you want to find kind of the right level for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could be, you know, um, you know, we just have, we have a dog, we, you know, so it's like, all right, we, you know, fill the water bowl, get his food out. Right. You know what I mean? Th- those sorts of things too, right. To add to that things also too, that you want, that they actually might want to do that they might find a little pride in that they can accomplish. Right. So <clears throat> those are the things that you want to look for that are age appropriate, you know what I mean? Um, and you can kind of scale it up too. It's like setting the table right before dinner time, putting, yeah. putting silverware out, putting, you know, uh, cups, all that I mean, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you, I, I mean, how do you defend, here would be my biggest lift or fear, like trying to figure it out. Uh, it would be like, how do you make sure that nothing is about like, Oh, and can I get paid for it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not like, oh, I just did this. Can I get $2? And it's just like, uh, all right, this is getting <laughs> a little exhausting. Because seriously, like, I think when you're young, like, money is freedom. I, yeah. I guess money's freedom when you're old. <laughs> so sure, you kind of sure. get, you get obsessed with it. But just to kind of keep that in perspective, seems like, uh, it seems like a tightrope to walk. Yeah, I think, I think that's the thing is, is that's, I think starting off early, you know, I think if you read anywhere, like the, the age to start like rolling in the concept of allowance, it's like anywhere from four to five or like seven to eight or 10, you know, or seven, eight to nine. Um, it really depends on the maturity level of the child. So examine that. Um, but I would say it really starts with the foundation of making sure that they understand that there are just core things that we have to do. You and I be, we got to do just basic shit every day. I got to fucking do my laundry. I got to grocery shop. I got to do all these, like, you know, I got to make coffee in the morning, all these little things. I got to empty the coffee filter out all these little basic things that are just like, I got to do it. If you got a, you know, a spouse or girlfriend or roommate or whatever, like these are just little things I just got to do to do my part. So the big part is starting there. That's our baseline. And that can happen all the time. That's just after we're playing with our toys, when we're done playing with our toys, we put our toys away that's a contribution there's no monetary value to it it's about like the respect of your toys right i mean we 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 kind of preach that it's like you know not every kid gets to have all these toys that you do so respect these toys treat these toys well and that's a big thing for me if i see them like stepping on their toys like that'll you know that'll get me irritated because it's like you guys are not showing respect for these things you want these things you you pine for them in the moment and then we don't treat them well so those yeah. are the moments to get them to kind of understand that it's like, hey, I got to do this stuff and I don't, you know, I don't expect to get a couple of bucks tossed my way every time I do something. Yeah. And you start with that baseline, they get a little older, they get a little understanding of the nuance between a contribution and something that get me paid. The other thing is too, is, is the thing that I, that the, the that I thought you were going to go with is like, hey, well, you know what? I don't feel like I'm, you know, not doing the dishwasher. So you don't have to pay me this week. You know what I mean? Cause they don't, it's not going to, it's not, you know, missing the right. two bucks ain't going to fucking <laughs> call make, it a make, for work. It's just like, right, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good. good. Pass. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, Oh, my, my, my sister got passed over for me for a promotion. So I'm, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's that's the thing that I, that's the bigger worry. So that's also, again, the contribution aspect of it is like instilling. Yeah, how do you thing. solve that? I mean, do you pay them ahead of time? Is it like <laughs> here's what you're doing this week? I mean, to kind of like prevent that because I, I think that's a great point because I think that is a level of rebellion that kids would have to be like, I don't want to do this. Nope, like yeah. save me two bucks. Uh, no, yeah. thank you. But you're still gonna like buy me dinner and buy all this food and stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're still gonna take care of me, which is a right. weird decision <laughs> right. to be in. Um, yeah, I think again, it's you know, it's at a, the younger ages, I don't see it, you know, at the younger because ages, you're not, you're not quite there. You don't have to get super specific about your family, but I just no, no, think yeah. uh, when does it, I like probably hits like, I don't like, I would guess like 10 or 11, it starts sinking in. It starts getting there. Yeah. A little like preteenish. Yeah. Um, the, our kids are still like enamored by money. They, they look at money and they're like, oh my God, this <laughs> right. is like so exciting. Right. Yeah. That'll wear uh, off. Yeah, it wears out pretty quickly. You know what I mean? So they they have no real concept the difference between like a quarter and a dollar or ten dollars. Right. I mean, they they know it's it's ten more, but you know it's it's more than a quarter. But they don't really know like they have no tangible value. That's the other thing too is I've been trying to like tether like, hey, this is one LOL doll. This is what this costs. Yeah. This is the, you would need thirty five of these to make one LOL doll. Um. But uh, what was it going with that? Oh, um, so I think they're when you get a little bit older, I think finding the right chores too is also the thing too. You know, something that hopefully you can find something to give them a little bit of pride in their, you know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's great. Like, I like the balance of just like contribution, money, like enough money to like inspire you to do it. But like also understanding like, you know, like your girls' and your son's like their first job's going to be like washing dishes somewhere or like, sure. you know, like waiting tables. Like that's that's intro that's how it like starts. And it's just like, oh, this is like how long it takes to earn this much money, which is it feels like that track is set by your parents. They're just like, okay, like this is kind of uh, it's corny, but it's just like the value of a dollar. This is the yep. value of a dollar. Like it takes it takes a beat to earn it early. For sure. And part of that is modeling, right? Like they learn that by watching you. They learn that by, you know, you coming home. Dr. Mrs. The Commish works from seven until six thirty, seven thirty to six thirty. And then it comes home and does records for an hour to two hours after that every night. That's what that's her schedule. So they'll look at her and they'll see a model of somebody who works hard, who has responsibilities, and they understand the ta- tangible aspect of that you know that that bores into well she's a doctor she's you know she's worked really hard they see that so there's there's modeling that i think is super important in that and that respect kind of that hard working dollar and then you know it's like you know also too i think there is something that on the other side is like teaching them to like hey if you do something do it to the best of your abilities you know what i mean don't give yeah. up because a lot of times is they, they'll give up because they don't want to look stupid because they don't want to do something incorrectly right and to get them and that's a tough negotiation to, to kind of to manage there too but it's really getting them to understand it's like hey if you go in and you're putting your name on this and you're putting your effort in whether it be school or like you said washing dishes like be try and be just you don't want anyone sitting there going hey commish jr is a fucking waste of space that kid can't i always charge to do with his do is, is wash dishes he can't even get that fucking done you yeah. don't want to be in that spot 
And and as parents, you've got to slowly kind of nurture that understanding. It's like, hey, when you do something, you've got to do it to the best of your ability. And guess what? Some not all things you're going to be great at either. Yeah, we're going to venture a little off topic here, but I do want to dive in because this is inspiring me. A question I wanted to answer, yeah. like Herb, to ask you. Uh, how do you nurture that feeling of just like you might fall in your face, but it's okay? Like, yes. don't sweat it. Yeah, this is because that's because that's, that's, that's crazy. Like, I and I think it's one of the most like all the people I love and we have a lot of the same friends like are kind of fearless in that. And it's just like I don't know how you get that in DNA. Like, it has to be has to be nurtured in me. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think some of there is something that a little bit nature to it. It's just like some some personality types just are that, right? Yeah. So, you know, and I'm, you know, I think I'm probably blessed with parents that, you know, are willing to kind of put themselves out there, take the risk, right? Fail, um, or succeed, right? And uh, but, tell, but tell you that like when you're growing up, like it's okay to fail like almost encourage you to fail. Cause just like, don't worry about this. Like you almost, you need to like skin those knees a little bit, like yeah. metaphorically. And it's just like, it's going to be okay. Cause I, I just, I, I love that in people. Yeah. I think there is, it's one of those things, quite honestly, it's like the, the, the self-confidence aspect of it. It's like, yeah. Early on, I want to build your self-confidence up to where you're like, I'm comfortable in myself. I get it. There's going to be a weird time that we're not there yet now our kid my kid, our kids are very confident in who they are uh which is great i love it because you know who they don't give a shit and it's it's pretty good right now there will start to be another thing where it's like oh well now i might get the ridicule of my my peers so yeah. that'll be an interesting turn and we'll have to figure that out that that that's going back to the earlier thing that's something that's like i might not have all the skills for that because i'm you know i'm i it doesn't I'm not bothered by people judging me so I might not be the best person to help with that if my kid can't handle that so I might go to need well why like I I understand like we don't have to dive into like why you're why you're not I like however it happened but it's like what changed you did mapping out your children's confidence at this stage look like what you thought it was going to look like or is it like totally different uh no it's I, I I appreciate you even thought I was mapping it out. No, I think it started off just kind of like we're, we're just kind of snowballing. Like, all right, we're rolling here. I'm just kind of keep keep it on You're track. awesome. You're awesome. Not, we all not, good. Not, <laughs> not go too far out of balance. You know, not be like, you walking in the room, be like, I'm the princess. Everyone must bow. You know, it's like, no, no, that's too far. Got to bring you back. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you just kind of keep it in bounds and you got to find, you know, there's times to, you know, humble them and make sure that they realize that they understand there are other people that are out there that we can't, you know, going out to dinner, right? When, when we used to do that, it's like, Hey, we, these people didn't come to hear you. You know what I mean? As as great as we think this is, this isn't our kitchen table. This is a restaurant and we're here to enjoy it. Talk quietly amongst ourselves, enjoy our conversation but they don't want to see you jumping over the booth and reaching over and being silly. They don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of like, Oh, I'm a bright shining star everywhere I go, but Oh, here in this situation, I've got to manage myself around these other people. I still bounce right to like reel it back, but still yeah. let them have the confidence to be like, yes, I, I, we love who you are and 
who you're becoming and everything but it's also like we gotta like sit down in the booth when we're out here for sure yeah it's tough it really is tough and it's like it's such like a gut thing at, at times but this is this goes back to that big question that you asked it's like you're gonna feel like in your gut I know the answer. I'm going to go through it. And, and by and large, you're just going to pull the trigger in those moments. And that's fine. Mm. But you have to realize when you're going in these same things, it's like, all right, this is the 30th time that we've been out to dinner. And 29 of the times, you're still hopping over the booth and acting crazy. and get like. Clearly, what I am doing is not, is not changing your behavior. So I need to find other ways to find other approaches to this to find other ways to to to, to, to basically to uh, ways for me to coach you up and that's that's the key that is the biggest key to it all is is like when you get in that rut don't sit there and be like oh i don't know what to do go there's millions of things that are out there read as much as what you can find the thing that's closest to you right that you feel natural doing and I would also say, push yourself a little bit too as a parent, right? I'm not saying go all the way to the extreme, right? I'm, you know, I let my kids run all, all over the kitchen for dinner time, and now we're going to be militant, you know, the hands in our lap eating at the restaurant. I'm not saying that. I'm saying find your level, whatever that is, and just go 10, 15% above what you're comfortable with. Live in that space, kind of operate there, and and find a little bit, and then just kind of, advance the ball a little bit further to you find that level where you're like, all right, this makes sense. Everyone's good. I like this. I'm, I'm comfortable with this. And, uh, and, and yeah, as a parent, you have to push yourself a little bit too. Love it, buddy. God, we got into it tonight. We, did, we, we got did. into it. Who it went- knew the Monday pod had a little side <laughs> couch to roll up on, kick your legs up. <laughs> we have the, the tuxedo's fully on for this. Uh, the last one, and then we'll wrap it up because we'll get into uh, we had an Indianapolis showdown, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about Mav League. Um, so different ages, obviously, you have to deal with that. Like, yes. are you on the grid for allowances at different times, or is it gotta happen at the same time? With my kids, I, I, I yeah, you gotta think probably about the same time. You sure. know what I mean? Two point is just yeah. not gonna. She's not gonna have commission getting because you don't want resentment right or like i don't like they're just like uh yeah it would be it wouldn't yeah. even be doing like i'm doing this for free like it's just it's some i don't like no it no, no. It's, animosity. It's, it's not even that it's <clears throat> they get this and i don't it's, yeah. that's that's really what it would come down to so yeah. um yeah no 2.0 will have to find some sort of level that's we haven't we've just been kind of dabbling around the idea we haven't even rolled it out yet just because we're Stuff comes up, life gets busy. They're not clamoring for it. You know, we're losing teeth, too. We're getting cash. You know, we just had we just had like a couple holidays. They get cash in the mail. You know, they're fine. They're they're doing all right. <laughs> they're all good with their overhead. Um, yeah. all right, buddy. Let's uh, Neapolitan showdown. Brace to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no All right, top friends characters. No idea why I did this. One thousand percent, no idea. 
this is probably the weirdest text I sent you. Did you watch Friends? Oh, yeah, I did watch Friends. Friends uh, was a like staple. Friends? I do like oh, that. Was your thing? Yeah. I like that Friends. Thing, you like Friends? Like, yeah. I was fine. I don't think I saw it a lot. I mean, I remember my stepmom loving Friends a lot, but that was bad back in the day of like must see TV. Even yes. if it wasn't called that, but it'd be yes. like, oh, yeah, we got to watch Friends. It's fucking. I had an ex girlfriend who was obsessed with Friends. Obsessed? She loves Friends, yes. Like, hey, it's like, a fun show. Yeah, it's fun. Yes, yeah, it's fun. Like, uh, what was it nine seasons? Seasons? Ten, 10 seasons i think that's I think a lot did, of seasons it's a lot of seasons back then too in the early early to mid 90s like there was like 22 episodes a yeah season. that was cranking <laughs> them out 22 episodes they weren't they were not playing around what was that what was the off season for tv shows i don't remember like it was the, you took the summer off right and then everybody got excited about like something coming back oh yeah that's right yeah the fall the fall would they come back oh, and they would fall it's yeah. on yeah, that's when they that's when the news pr- program would come out, right? Because I remember yeah. they used to do, like you said, the musty TV. They used to do, and I I used to love this. This is my favorite time of the year because school would come back mm-hmm. and you got football. You got football, you got sports, you know, the fall, it's a little bit of fall. But then yeah. they would roll out their new fall programming on these like big, like, you know, two hour on Thursday night. And you'd get these little like samples of shows. It'd be like hosted by somebody, and they just play clips of these little shows. They're coming on. And you're like, oh shit, they got fucking dinosaur puppets going on right now. Like <laughs> dinosaurs, TGIF. I remember that. Yeah. This is this is the shit. This I am so for this. They used to do this, this for that, Saturday morning cartoons. Right. I can't wait to see this. Was these. the yeah, business, dude? Do you remember we talked about how we talked about Cowboys and Moon Mesa so many times? Cowboys and Mesa. Have you dug in on Cowboys of Moo Mesa? I'm sorry. Sorry, I have not. No. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Take a peek. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, who's in your three slot? Ooh. Um, I'm gonna come out of the gates. This might be a little controversial. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Chandler. Mm, nice. That's my two. That's your two. Yeah. Ch- Chandler was was very fun. I like Chandler. Yeah. Um Get that rap like that Raphael snark to him. Yes. A little bit. Very good. I like it. Keep it in the cartoon parallel. I like it. <laughs> well, I will. That's exactly what it is. He was a human Raphael. That's who Chandler Bing was. Ask and answered. Ask and answered. Very good. Yes. No, Chandler was great. I love Chandler. Very good. Um, got a were little. Just, I, I don't remember. Were you a sarcastic guy in high school? Were you class clowning it? Oh, I was trying to clown it up for sure. I was a little bit more, you know. Playing it cool. Was there somebody funnier than you in class? Oh yeah, there probably was. For sure, there was. Yes. I went to a tiny high school. I was like, yeah. Well, I my class was like two fifty graduated class. Not not terribly big. I've seen bigger, but mine was like two fifty. Yeah. So I I mean there was a lot of class concept there. There was also a lot of more brave guys, but I would be in there mixing it up, throwing shots in there. And then I'd go, I'd go, I'd go hard. I'd go hard. When I'm a sophomore, junior, I'd go way too big. I'd be like, uh-oh. Yeah. I'm D- David Tomchuck, nose behind him, trying to get the big laugh. Oh, my. Oh, wow. You're throwing Hail Marys. That's throwing awesome. Hail Marys, yes. Big. Because uh, sometimes there's, like, there's the class clown that, like, whispers something, and it's just like, oh, this is, like, a sneaky, really funny guy. Right. And then there's, like, there's Hail Mary guy that's just, like, I'm, 
I'm going to be dropped something about one every 10 minutes. And the teacher was weird because some teachers have the vibe. It's just like, yeah, 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 we enjoy this. This is fun. Don't ever step your bounds, but we enjoy it. Right. And some teachers were just like, lock that up right They're now. They're going to check you. Not yeah. I was not a volume score. I would try and go and hit my mark, <laughs> but I'd shoot for the moon. And sometimes I'd miss, you know what I mean? Uh, all right. So my three spot I have, um, I Brad Pitt. He was on Ooh. Friends, right? Yeah, he was I'm on doing, Friends. I'm doing a little, little guest star. Little, I like this. Um, a, a wedding did happen from this eventually at some point. Uh, yeah, just um, I like I I like TV back in the day. It's didn't it go full circle, right? Because TV back in the day, it was just like, oh, if you're a huge movie star, oh, it's insane for you to be on this TV show. That's yes. nuts. And now it's like, now it's insane to be in a TV it's normal being a TV show and you might be like insane to be in a movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The crossover, there was a real thing about movie stars. Don't do TV. Yes. And there was a, like a hard line, a hard line, a bizarre line. Yeah. And now it is, but I mean, I get it. It's all about the way that they structure their, their things and you know, the rates and all that other stuff. Right. I mean, that's, that's what they have to do with. Right. Mm, More so yeah, than yeah. The agents. Yeah. I think so. I, I thought it was two different things. Like, I, I don't know the racism because we still had like, uh, I mean, Brad Pitt did and DiCaprio, DiCaprio did like, uh, like was it cologne commercials in Japan or something? Yes. So it, Which, it seemed like, it seemed like this hard line. And then all of a sudden it's just like, well, is it a hard line or is it just like the industry over here? Yeah. Which famously was kind of parodied by Joey in that where he did uh, <laughs> blue lipstick, a Japanese blue lipstick commercial um yeah no it's like yeah they would go and get paid somewhere else voiceover all that stuff um yes so who so you had brad pitt i like it i didn't go any console bracket i went strictly the core six although i did want to put a fun bobby on there or janice janice is the goat of the side characters i know everyone talks about gunther i know everyone talks about gunther but janice is the fucking shit chandler's ex-girlfriend oh yeah constantly popped up all the time with a high-pitched voice yeah, Janice rocked. Yeah, she had a little bit of the um, what's a Fran Drescher like nanny thing going on yes, before. Yes. I think that was a thing, or I don't think it was after. But yeah, she just kind of like created like whenever you can walk into that because it's all about like the six characters. But if you can walk into that and kind of create your own thing, where the people are just like, oh yeah, yeah, this character's memorable is uh, it's a big hang. And and I love I love when people go straight. I mean, maybe we can do our console bracket on actual like supporting characters, but I think we have, um, oh, what's, uh, what's your name from Will and Grace? I talk uh, like that, like it's still like another like voice, but it's like, uh, uh, what is this? Oh, you're talking about, uh, shit, Ron, not Ron Swanson, his wife, right? Yeah, you're Ron Swanson. Megan, right. Megan Mullally. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all, that's, uh, that's, we, Maybe we'll do that next spot, but I mean that's a legit that's a legit like MVP of MVPs to like go straight character and just be like memorable. And Crush it! All right, yeah. All right. Uh, so Brad Pitt, Chandler Bing was my two slot. My uh, number two, we got in an argument in a taxi cab driving to uh, Fox Foxborough. Oh, you and I. Oh yeah. I'm oh, going Monica. Right. Monica, great comedic timing of all the ladies in there fantastic not well, too shabby saying, to look at either best comedic timing or just like good comedic timing good comedic timing yes okay. and everyone talks about phoebe yeah yeah yeah. 
Phoebe's great. She's a wacky character. Yeah, she Phoebe's gets, fine. Yeah, Phoebe's yeah. fine. But <laughs> Monica was the was low key like really funny at times. Had great fucking moments in that show, and she fucking killed it. She was great. Yeah, Monica's great. Like obviously, when we do something like this, where it's just like, all right, do your top three out of a pool of eight. Like, <laughs> you know, gets, gets a gets a little snug. Uh, I'm gonna go with like I Rachel was like the original crush. Yes. Is that right? Like, yeah. I, I, right? yeah, it's so it's tough to go back. I would say, and this is my point on the pod back in the in the text gab. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox is a more natural beauty than Jennifer Aniston. But I, this is no shine shade on Jennifer Aniston. She yeah. was the crush. She had she, Jennifer Aniston has a thing about her that you're like, oh, are, I don't think you're attainable, and I don't know why, but you are kind of girl next door a little bit. I'm not really sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was like, uh, but invented a haircut also. I mean, that's like yes, the, the Rachel brown on it. Yes. Um, yes, you went you went straight through characters. I'm going to give you the W. I think a lot of good pulls. That was good. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about Mab League real fast. We need a Mab League song, first of all. First of 100%. all. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but we're not going to get that right now. I'll look into it. We might have it out. So it's um, so we have, we've been talking about this. We finally, all the slots filled. We have uh, our eight teams, and we'll share this as well. So a lot of Instagram stuff coming from us. Uh, right now, if you just kind of had to put your one, two, three, who you got? Ooh. Am I putting you on the spot? You are putting me on the spot. I haven't thought about okay, that not one, two, three. you don't have to do that order. Just pick your teams. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about just kind of draft style. So 130 of the best players from all time. We kept it super simple, guys. Like we're not, like we're not creating players. Like it is yeah. just, yeah, name a name. If it's Hall of Famer, it was in the pool. And it was in there. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And we added coaches this year. Last year we just went straight postseason. This year we're doing a little regular season just to see everybody kind of work out. And I think uh, I remember last year MJ. I, and we talked about it on the pod, but MJ was uh, disappointment strong, but uh, still yeah. went still went number four overall. And I think uh, oh well, we know last year he went number one overall. Right. Uh, any any other reaches you thought were weird, or is this everyone doing their research off of what we did last year? I think this is a little bit of everyone doing the research off of last year. I'm looking at you know Trent's team. You know he took my 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 one and three players, uh, Magic Johnson and Scottie Pippen. Great tandem in there. That's like a defensive juggernaut. I mean, it's so hard to like pick and choose. You know what I mean? Um, I do really like. Um, what uh sorry i do really like what chris allen did again going Shaq, steph curry clyde drexler uh and then kevin McHale, and then went back you know with tracy mcgrady as well too like that's a really interesting team to me because it's got to love enough like modern players and we know what a dominant force Shaq was in last year's league and clyde drexler too played really well yeah. Um. For I think it was the Clippers with uh, with uh, owner Tom there, and the Kobe Clyde and Clyde really stepped it up. And then you got Steph Curry. Like I think that's a really formidable team. 
I don't know if I want to put it in my number one, but it's it's definitely my top three. Yeah, we saw a little bit of just like a, a little center dominant from some guys we didn't, not that we didn't expect, but just, and it wasn't overperforming. It's just like, oh, the center is like really showing up in this. And yeah, again, yeah. like we say, like we can, we can assign minutes all we want. And sometimes like, you know, I will Chamberlain and uh, like, I couldn't get him on the court and he was, you know, like forgettable, but right, we right. have like, Akeem Olajuwon really came out uh, and Shaq CA returned to the well being like, Oh, that's my guy. He took me there last year. So this is, it'll be really fun to watch that. And we added, like we said, uh, coaches this year and playing style, which will yeah. be, that'll be fun. Cause I, I think we saw that last year, right? Didn't we look at some teams who were just like, mm, this team kind of doesn't make sense. And then we see them on the court and they didn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, that was one of those things too, where I think like the playing style and the coaches were, it's like, well, let's, let's have somebody shape this a little bit more than just kind of like a random, you know, computer AI. Let's give it a little bit more personality than just, you know, let's roll these players out there too. And I think to your point of why we went, I think a lot of guys went center heavy this year is, is because that Trent kind of made that run and really with Kareem Abdul last year, with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Akeem Olajuwon, and Alonzo Mourning, like that was a three-headed monster that they we you really it was dominated on the boards on both ends of the the ball, and then he kind of you know he dinked and dunked his way all the way to a championship title. Um, yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, what what do you think uh, playing styles last year? Uh, again, I, I know people were taking notes like. Did we see this year? What were you taking into the draft? Where you're just like, oh, like I kind of thought about this, but it didn't work out exactly because I went through that. I I didn't win a game, and I was like, yeah, I want no one to shoot. But it's also like, all right, so there's gonna be you know ten all stars on the court simultaneously. Like like some shots are gonna go down, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I I pivoted a little bit. Did you? Yeah, I um. I last year was all defense for me. Magic Johnson, Scottie Pippen, Tim Duncan. Magic Johnson was great. Magic Johnson was a fucking force. I wanted shooting from my shooting guards. I wanted that's why James Harden and and, and Allen Iverson. So I wanted scoring, kind of ISO scoring for my my two guards, and then uh, you know David Robinson. I wanted guys that could run too. I I was anticipating that Magic would control the pace and push the pace. We didn't really get out and run a lot. Um, but, uh, we didn't have a lot of turnovers, which is pretty sweet. Um, so this year I, I basically, I wanted to do, and so I'll, I, I went with, you know, uh, Eric Spolstro, who's got a good defensive quotient. He's got an A on the defensive quotient and a B on the offensive quotient. But I figured with all like the hall of famers that we have, like it's going to overcome that. I wanted still that defensive impact. But I wanted to do a pace and space offense. So I wanted to spread it out. So that's why, you know, this year with my team, you know, I, I went LeBron as everyone thought I was going to go with Magic again and go back to the well. I went I with LeBron. Give us, uh, just give us the top eight picks real fast. I went LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Moses. Malone. No, no, not, not yours, just uh, overall. Oh, oh, overall oh, oh, tar- oh, my bad, my bad. Let me get to a different screen here. Um, it was Magic. Johnson or LeBron, Magic yeah. Johnson. Wait, let me feel. Sorry, let me. Oh, everyone loves when we Google. I just can't Google remember. Tap. Oh, I can do. I can do it, buddy. I'll, I'll fire it off really fast. Uh, LeBron James, number one. Uh, yeah. Most awesome pick that we got. Magic Johnson at two. 
Uh, I do want to talk to you about how tempted you were to take Magic Johnson at, Magic Johnson at one. Right. Uh, Abdul Jabbar at number three. Those being uh, Michael Jordan falls to four after being selected number one overall. CA going back to the well with Shaq. Uh, we got Jim, uh, a new franchise owner coming in with, uh, with Wilt Chamberlain. I, Brandana, went with Kobe Bryant and Joe finished it out with Oscar Robinson. Uh, nothing insane, right? I mean, this is all pretty. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the word about MJ got out. Like, Darren didn't play last year, but it's still like eventually got to take Michael Jordan. So we grabbed him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're not, it, there's only 499 rated players in the game. So yeah, you, you shouldn't do that. <clears throat> you shouldn't pass on Jordan. I wasn't, I wasn't tempted only for the fact, I, I mean. Oh, you weren't? Oh, did you know? Like, you, I mean, you thought about it for a while. So we, did, we, did, yeah. a, we did the selection show. We dropped that pod. Uh, you did think about it for a while, but, and then once you locked in, you're just like, yeah, this, this, this. I don't want to, I didn't want to go back and get the same player again. I didn't want to like, you just, you know, I wanted to try something new. I, so, ba- so basically I took the modern version of magic, which is a six, nine, Fucking, you know, yeah, unbelievable yeah. force with with LeBron James, um, and he actually played really well, even though he didn't. the The Kings, he was playing for the Kings last year, uh, didn't make it out of the first round because he got beat by my uh, my Pistons. Um, but I also took a big point guard too. I took Jason Kidd to kind of go and fight against a Magic, a Penny Hardaway, some of these bigger guards, because that that bigger guard against like a Chris Paul or a Steve Nash, Magic Johnson torched those guys. Yeah, torched we're running out of time, but I, I, you're, you're perfectly right. Like, that's kind of not what I forgot about, but I was wondering if other going to people will look at it. It's just like, just give me a ball handler and give me him late and just, like, just facilitate. Just yep, distribute yep. the basketball. And, like, that's all I wanted. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted size. I want to pull up quickly. It's just like... I'll figure out the point guard. I don't Snoresville. I don't care because I don't want him to shoot at all. And it's right. like we saw a lot of that. Like, I think who, who's one of the best? Uh, it, I, I think it was Tony Parker. Like Tony Parker would just like take it down and just like distribute, just, like just find the guys. And Jason Kidd was great too. Just find the guys, and it's just like, oh, this is how you score a bunch of points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I knew the depth of the point guard. I that's a, another reason why I didn't want to take Magic. There's so many great point guards in there. I had said yeah. on my thing, I was like, in the fourth round, I'm taking a point guard. I'm taking yeah. LeBron one, and then in the middle two rounds, it's going to be the best shooting guard, power forward or center, leaning toward the center. Yeah, and, you're exactly uh, right. Because I want to even pull up. I don't. I didn't want a center. I was just like, I, <laughs> I was like, pass. I like, I'll, I'll be, I'll be 2021 basketball. I do not, I do not want a center. But exactly, uh, I think I did end up with. Oh yeah, never mind. Akimilaj, one second. I mean, it's just like <laughs> size. He was so uh, what he was like. A, I just wanted to bang boards. That's all I wanted. He, to he was he was the third best player last year, right? Like oh, the yeah. first. He was surprising how good he was for. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. yeah. Very good, B. Great talk. All right, let's do an MVP. We gotta get out of here. Uh, a rare Monday pod. Uh, my MVP for episode 157. Uh, I'm going with Jason Sudeikis. Congratulations on winning the Golden Globe. Um, 
pulling it all back with making fun of award shows. Don't mean it like that, but I uh, got it's a Ted Lasso's a good a good hang. That's an Apple TV, right? It's Apple TV, and it's hard. It's hard for me to get excited about a comedy, and especially like a thirty-five minute comedy. I love how like time duration does not matter at all anymore. It's just yes. like how long's your show? It's just like well, it's as long as it's, it, it is. Needs to be, yeah. Yeah, hey, great, <laughs> fascinating, beautiful. Uh, I gotta go with Doctor Mrs. Kamish. Had. Uh, surgery appendectomy she's okay everyone's good don't worry about her she's doing great yeah, uh, but yeah she's a she's a no no we did them in the right order right no 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 yeah we did, we did it right there no we did the right order no i don't think so I it would just... no 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 if i had led with my wife getting surgery and you'd be like uh i put up a guy who won an award for being on a tv show mm-hmm. that would have that would have sounded weird we did it yeah, in the right exactly. order babe. yeah okay yeah we did good you're good you're good yeah, perfect. Uh, but no, she's doing great. Everyone's fine. And uh, yeah, she, she's a true rock star. Uh, surgery can't hold her down. You know what's crazy about getting an appendectomy? Is they do three holes, three incisions. One on either side, like not in the spot that you would think where your appendix is. Yeah. They do it. Then they do a third one and they inflate you with CO2. They blow you up. They blow your belly up. So it removes the like fascia and skin. Does this stuff gross you out? Or is this? No, this is, I mean, this is insanely fascinating. Yes. They blow your stomach up and then they go in there and then cut it out with like using like a, basically like a, like a video camera probe and they're, they're like utensils, but they inject you with CO2 and just bloop and expand your belly. So it gets all the shit away so they can see it. Wait, it's am I going to sound nonsense. dumb? Like, why not helium? I, I, isn't helium the thing expand? But they just because they don't want you floating the off the table, B. That's why. <laughs> um, fascinating, guys. Uh, MB Sports Podcast episode one fifty seven, guys. We're going to be dropping a lot of stuff on Instagram. Please follow that. Thanks for listening. Um, we heart you so much, and you're going to be able to hear us again. And we're going to figure out the audio issues, but there are a lot of. A lot of people left listening last quote unquote year to Mad League season one. And it's Mad League season two. We'll post That's it. Right. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, buddy. Um, I'm Brandon. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Podians, check out our new podcast talking about all sorts of medical procedures called Doogie Mabzer P O D. Do 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 do. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.